When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Oh, let's do it. Ty Butler in for Anita Marks alongside former general manager Mike Tannenbaum and Super Bowl champion Amani Tuma. We are here with you until 11 o'clock on these airwaves right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hit us up, 800-919-3776. It's the final day of the regular season in the NFL. Feels like it flew by. And with that, we say good morning to the great Mike Tannenbaum. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Good. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, so I hear you're in Foxborough this morning. I am in Bobby Foxborough. It's unseasonably warm, about 68 degrees. Uh, Got to grab some sunscreen, and it's a great day for football here. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, uh, how did how did the snow hit Foxborough? How did how did the snow hit Boston uh, this weekend? Yeah, it's uh, this is going to be um, a traditional AFC East January football game. It's windy, it's blowing, it's blustery, and. Uh, we're going to see who likes football. We're going to see who wants to compete today. And, uh, you know, look, we could be on the precipice of history. This could be uh, Coach Belichick's last game, you know, yeah. arguably the greatest coach uh, in the history of our game. And um, I expect the Patriots to come out and compete like the way they have the last few weeks. And, um, you know, let's see what happens, you know, on the Jets side, which has, you know, candidly been, you know, very up and down lately. I'm I'm very surprised, Mike, that this game didn't get moved to the Sunday night NBC one. I'm, I mean, you're talking about – uh, New England Jets over under 30 and a half points. You've got the Jets who have lost 15 straight games to this team. They're they're 0-6 against the spread against teams with losing records. The Patriots can't score. The Jets can't score. We got Bailey Zappi against Trevor Simeon. Uh, that's going to be a fun one today, Foxborough. But as you mentioned, the, the bigger story is Bill Belichick, and we could be see uh, we could be seeing the ending of one of the most successful runs by any coach maybe ever. Uh, especially given the, the track record, the resume, and what he's meant for that organization. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, we could be looking at what could be the end of you know one of the all-time great runs that we've uh, that we've ever seen here. And uh, you know, personally, I have a lot of respect for Coach Belichick. You know, he's been really important in my career. H- hired me twice, and uh, have nothing but um, all the respect in the world for him. New York Game Day on ninety-eight-seven ESPN, brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore. Loading Bud Light in the fridge is football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. Amani Toomer joins us this morning. Good morning, Amani. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. We we, we hear you loud and clear. I, I, I've i been listening to this show. Usually I'm on with Brandon Jacobs uh, after okay. you guys. So I, I, I'm fully anticipating you're going to be picking the Giants today at some point to win this game against oh. Philadelphia. Oh my! You're saying I don't have any integrity, no any journalistic integrity. Come on now, I I pick the winners. I pick who I feel is going to believe. Ask Mike. Mike will tell you. 
Mike, I'm, I'm just true. Of the Giants. Amani, I'm just, I'm just happy that you're here. You know, I was, you know, your nickname started to become like every other, like every other show. So I'm just curious, like, what island are you on, and how did how did you able to get Wi-Fi? Because your single is great. So I don't know if it's St. Bart's, Anguilla, but I, I'd love to know where you are right now. I'm in the beautiful, uh, the Lone Star State. I'm about to root on my Michigan Wolverines to a victory in uh, in in the college football national championship. So I'm in Houston. Oh, awesome. So, you, so you're down there. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, you, feel, you feel good about your Wolverines in this game tomorrow? Yeah, I feel really good. I feel like, um, you know, when you see how many sacks the University of Michigan had against Alabama, a really strong offensive line, I just feel like that's where this is going to be won and lost. Can uh, Michael Pennox Jr., um, does he is he going to be upright for the entire game to be able to throw the ball down the field to those very talented wide receivers? So it, it, there's going to be a lot of uh, – you know, talk between now and the championship game, but also uh, just the excitement here in Houston. It's uh, it, it's going to be pretty good. I'm going to go down to the Fan Fest in a little while nice. and uh, say hello to a couple of people. And, um, you know, then I got a couple other people to run into and meet. And hopefully I'll run into a couple of old uh, Michigan Wolverine uh, uh, teammates. But, yeah, it's it's going to be a good time down here. It's going to be a celebration as we bring home the House Football Championship. Can you do me What's a that? favor and, and tell your boy Jim Harbaugh, can we stop do, playing this game every year, this dance, or is he leaving for the NFL? Like, I get it. It's a, it's a fascinating story. Jim's an excellent coach, obviously. But we got to do this every single year. Um, I I am very tired of it. Um. <laughs> It's it, because it, it, it hurts the university, right? You want a coach that's going to be there. If you're a recruit going into somebody's house and trying to tell their 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 teenager that they're going to be, you know, taken care of at a university, you want to be able to know that, look at that, that coach in the eye and know that they're going to be there for a long time. And if they're not going to be there, it's, it's, it's hard to get recruits. So I, I feel like he's done a great job for the University of Michigan. Um, I wasn't always a big fan. Now I'm becoming a much bigger fan after this, uh, after these championship runs, three Big Ten titles in a row. Um, but I, I just feel like, you know, it's a great job. You know, you're never going to get as much control and reward, uh, and as and leeway as you're going to get with the University of Michigan at any professional league. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have put up with the five years, ten, five years that he, he struggled. Um, so it's 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 a good it's a good spot to be in. You know, you know what's really interesting, guys, is um, there's no bigger Jim Har- Harbaugh fan than me. Interviewed him when we wound up hiring Rex in 2009. My my daughter is a sophomore at the University of Michigan. Like, uh, there's no bigger fan of the program that, that, than me. But it's interesting to Amani's point. You know, last night there was some really interesting news. Bryce Underwood, who's the number one recruit, um, who's actually from Belleville, Michigan, of all places chose LSU over mm-hmm. Michigan and there's no doubt NIL money had something to do with it you know Brian Kelly's done a really good job of raising a lot of money to get players to go to uh, Baton Rouge but you know if you're a quarterback with pro aspirations and you're from Michigan and you turn down Jim mm-hmm. Harbaugh and the University of Michigan after what he's done going back to the University of San Diego Stanford with Andrew Luck San Francisco with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick the development of J.J. McCarthy like Jim Harbaugh knows how to coach, and he knows how to develop quarterbacks. And the fact that Bryce Underwood last night went Michigan on the precipice of maybe winning a national championship, three consecutive Big Ten championships, chose LSU, 
that may go to uh, Amani's point here of you know the uncertainty around Coach Harbaugh. Yeah, you're, you're going to feel that impact, and you know, at some point we'll get an answer. It's going to be a big story tomorrow. We'll, we'll also preview that game, um, Michigan and, and Washington, the national championship game tomorrow night. But, yeah, this this is a story that's not going away, and hopefully it comes to an end one way or the other because it sounds like Michigan's trying to put into uh, this extension uh, this clause where he can't leave for the NFL. I don't know how you accomplish that, uh, but we'll see what happens there. Or he just decides to bolt from one of these teams uh, that needs a quarterback. But, you know, it is New York game day. Ty Butler in for Anita Marks. Mike Tannenbaum, Amani Tumor on the program. Uh, we'll talk about the Jets, of course, this game against the Patriots. Uh, looking to snap that 15-game losing streak. You've got the Giants who can't beat the Eagles. They've lost 13-15. But quickly, I want to recap what happened last night because I thought, I mean, these are two of the better stories in football. The Steelers win. They do need some help today. Uh, either Jacksonville or Buffalo losing gets them into the playoffs. But I thought, you know, the, the, the Mike Tomlin criticism was just insane. 17 straight years above 500, and now he's on the precipice of getting to the postseason with one of the worst quarterback rooms. Let's keep it uh, keep it honest. One of the worst quarterback rooms uh, in football. And then you have the Texans last night punching their ticket, uh, getting to the postseason, still have an outside chance at winning this division. Rookie head coach. Uh, rookie quarterback, and C.J. Stroud was lighting him up. So let's start with you, Mike. That was a great day of football yesterday. Two awesome stories, Steelers and the Texans getting wins. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, I think it's a good, it's instructive when we start talking about these head coaching hirings and you have to hire you know, a bright young offensive play caller. Look at Houston. They hired D'Amico Ryans, who's a linebacker by trade, defensive coordinator, um, with a first-year head coach, rookie quarterback, and they go to the playoffs. So <clears throat> I thought it was a really good job. I was a little surprised on, um, you know, just I've been very fortunate to be around really good coaches, and in high-leverage moments you would hear Coach Parcells or Coach Belichick always talk about, you know, it's players, not plays. And when it's fourth and one and literally yeah. your season's on the line, you're the Colts. Um, look, you want to throw it? I'm never going to be one to second-guess that, but, you know, you want to get the ball to Jonathan Taylor or certainly Zach Moss, and, you know, they threw the ball to their third-string running back in Woodson who uh, dropped the ball, and uh, that was their season. And, you know, Indy accomplished a lot. Gardner Minshew was their backup quarterback, but that play, candidly, not the play call, guys, but who the ball was going to certainly surprised me. Doesn't Gardner Minshew, though, have to make a – I get it. It, it, It's, you know, you – Jonathan Taylor had a buck 88. He was clearly the best player on your side of the field. You know, Nico Collins had a performance for Houston. But you don't want to have your season end with him not having the ball. I understand that. But the criticism to me also has to go to Gardner Minshew. Like, the ball placement was not, was, not, was not there. Like, if he makes a better throw, we're not having this conversation. Yeah, I totally disagree with that. Um, you, you could talk to NFL quarterbacks that are under duress making throws off platform. If you're a running back or a skill player in the NFL and the ball hits your hand, your expectations are you're going to okay. catch it. And if you don't, we're going to find somebody who can because to throw a perfect pass is really hard and really rare. So the rule of thumb is in the NFL, if the ball hits your hands, the expectation is you're going to catch it. And if you're not, we're going to find somebody who can. Ooh. What do you feel about wow. that, Manny? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I like it, but – um. Wow. I mean, I've never heard that side from uh, a decision maker in the league. That's I, I don't know if you guys realize it's like you hear a lot of stories about what should happen, what shouldn't happen. You're listening to a guy, Mike Tannenbaum, who 
made his livelihood on picking players to that that are going to help him and his team uh, stay intact. So that is to me, you're, I'm hearing it from the horse's mouth mm. uh, because you know in the locker room you're always like, well, he could have this, he could have that, and that's why I have a really big problem with the, the catch and drop stat that they have mm. because we have arguments arguments over if is it a catch or is it a drop in the wide receiver room and so to hear it from there it just kind of like usurps all of what we're talking about and just goes if it hits you in the hands yeah, you're you expected catch. to catch it and if you don't we're gonna get somebody who will oh mike do you talk that, that is mike are you telling right players <laughs> so you so you keep it blunt like that with the player well you know there's an axiom tie about you know if you let somebody go from a when you're in a position of management and someone loses their job and they're surprised, you've done a really bad job as a manager. So the context is very much of like, here's the job description. If you want to be on the field in passing situations, first of all, you have to have a mastery level of pass protection. If you can't pass protect, you know, every adjustment, you won't be on the field, period, end of story, because the health of the quarterback is paramount. After that, like, be able to catch the ball. Like, you know, let's go back to the New England Patriots here. Like, Look at the running backs they've had for two decades. Job number one has been they're all good pass blockers, and then after that they can all catch the ball. You could go back to guys like Kevin Falk, and I could give you 100 examples, but Coach Belichick, when you look at like his scouting reports and his scouting manual, one of the critical factors in being able to play running back is can you catch the ball? And going back to Goodson last night, was it a perfect throw? Absolutely not, but – Again, when you play quarterback, and Imani, like, you had a great career, and you made a lot of catches that were not, you know, when the ball was a little bit dirty, when it was cloudy, when you got hit. And, you know, that's the difference between someone that's a journeyman and someone like Imani who's had a, a really good career. So the running backs, you know, they fully are aware of. And the other thing, Ty, just to put a you know, ribbon on this conversation is, you know, what do you do in the kicking game? If you're not a starter, if you're a backup skill player, like, you have to have a meaningful presence in the kicking game. And sometimes, you know, we would always tell players, don't count heads in your room. If you're the third running back, you know, you may be competing against the fifth safety. If they're better in the coverage game, you're not going to dress. When you don't dress, you, you, your job security is very much in the mix. I love it. I love the insight we're getting from Mike. We're off to a, a nice start this morning. Ty Butler in for Anita Marks. We're hanging with Mike Tannebaum. And Amani Tumor. It is New York game day. Coming up, we will get into the Jets and the Giants and go over the entirety of the state because you do have some big games today. Cowboys got to win. Eagles with a chance to still get to that number two seed. Lions still alive for the two seed. Then, of course, tonight uh, you get the, the, the Bills and the Dolphins playing for the AFC East. So still a whole lot to do on this program. Ty Butler, uh, Mike Tannebaum, and Amani Tumor on New York game day right here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Metropolitan Entertainment welcomes Tool to Madison Square Garden for two nights, Friday, January 12th, and Saturday, January 13th. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by Metropolitan Entertainment. Tool tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New York game day, Ty Butler in for Anita Marks. You've got Mike Tannebaum and Amani Toomer. To quote the greatest player in NBA history, guys, LeBron James in 2016, or actually he said this in 2012. Uh, about oh, I thought you said they- Michael Jordan. I nah. about Michael Jordan. No, I was more accurate in saying LeBron. Uh, in 2012. Oh, my God. Please, <laughs> Amani, what would he know about Michael Jordan? He, he wasn't around, so oh, there's no context to these sort of like, you know, yeah. who won, inaccurate uh, statements. Who won uh, World War One, Mike? We did. Oh, the, how do you know? You weren't around. Well, I actually studied it. So. Oh, yeah, studied it. Same, same thing <laughs> we did, books. right? So, oh, so it is possible <laughs> to educate yourself on things that happen when you weren't actually living it. Uh, but my point is. Uh, he said about Dan Time, and that's what a lot of Jet fans, a lot of Jet fans are saying that today because, I mean, the season started with such promise, high hopes, Monday Night Football, and you finally get to the end uh, of what was a, a nightmare. A lot of Jet fans feel like this could be go down as one of the worst seasons in, in franchise history. So, Mike, we'll start with you. You're there. I mean, like, everything that has gone wrong, there are a lot of Jet fans actually rooting for them to, to lose this game today. You don't want to cro- compromise draft positioning. But then the other side of that is 15 straight losses uh, to, this, to this football team. So there's, there's conflict for the Jet fan as far as their rooting interest today. Yeah, I don't think there's conflict. If you're a Jet fan, you're rooting for your team to win. Um, look, I, I was part of the organization for 16 years. And, you know, publicly you would always say, you know, all games are equal and they're the same. But we wanted to beat the Patriots. Like, hard stop. Like, it was the Patriots, it was the Giants, and, you know, they were our cross-time rival, and those games meant more. And hopefully today, from a Jet perspective, guys, like, they're going to play with a lot of pride. And, <clears throat> you know, you, just to take you guys behind the scenes, like, from a GM perspective, one thing I'd be telling players today is, like, this is a job interview. Like, there's going to be changes every year. We know that. And it may not work out here, but guess what? There's 31 other teams that could employ you next year. And when we're evaluating players, we're watching games when you've been eliminated because we're going to see what kind of teammate you are. We're going to see how you hustle. You know, Are you blocking downfield if you're an offensive player? Are you running to ball if you're a defensive player? So we're going to learn a lot about these teams today. And, um, look, I know it's not going to count as it relates to, you know, getting into the playoffs, but we're going to learn a lot about the leadership of this of these coaching staffs as, as well. And I, I'll tell you something else. Like, I've been part of uh, really hard decisions. Obviously, in my career, I've been on both sides of them. And owners are fickle. And I bet you today, guys, I promise you this, it may be Atlanta, it could be Tampa Bay, it could be other places where Chicago, for example, where they're thinking, hey, we're going to make a change or we're going to stay. And then depending on what happens today, those minds can be changed. So there's still a lot at stake today beyond the obvious of wins and losses. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree with Mike because I remember uh, when we had a season like this where we had a lot of expectations and then we fell on our face towards the end of the season. The owner who never comes in came in to speak to us uh, in, uh, in Wellington, Mara, and he says he doesn't. He didn't. He only spoke twice in my entire 13 years there. He goes, um, he goes uh, for you, those of you that put forth an effort, I commend you. And for those of you who did not put forth the effort over these next couple games, I guarantee you, you will not be a giant next year. And walked out of the room. Wow. And walked out of the room. Ice cold. And then we were ice cold, no chaser. And the next year, <laughs> our entire team was different. It was um, it, 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 they, these owners do not play. They take this extremely serious, and any little thing that you do in these games is going to be amplified because they know you're playing just for pride and just for the, 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 the franchise. And to beat the Jets, I don't care if to beat the Eagle, the, the excuse me, the Patriots. I don't See, Mike, care you can't stop records. thinking about the Giants. Even when we're talking about the Jets, you can't stop thinking about the Giants, Mike. You hear this? He's got well, the Freudian I mean, slip, Eagles. It's just a Freudian <laughs> slip. But even, but, but even when you're playing against a rival in your division, it doesn't matter. You throw out the records. It's like a rivalry game in college. You throw out the records and however – I mean, because if the Jets lose 11 games as opposed to uh, 10 games, I, I think that means something. You know, seven wins versus – versus six that means something too so uh, there's a lot to play for and i said so you're always always looking for to change the narrative as a player on what people think of you and you can change a lot in the in one of these games if you play uh hard people like, wow i can't believe he's playing so hard no no he knows and all the players that last a long time like i did they understand every time you're on that field you're putting forth you're putting on film and when they were watching film, there's no audio. Nobody's going to sit there and say, oh, well he, well, he didn't have to play hard because they were out of the play. They don't care. There's no mm -hmm. audio. They're just watching how you perform. And uh, that's that's once you realize that and you understand that no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, no matter what the record is, you have to perform, that's how you stay in the league. New York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. I'm sorry, Mike. You wanted to say something? Yeah, yeah, Ty, just to finish on what, you know, I, I think what Amani said was really well said. It really goes for coaches, too. Like, it's their resume. And I'm telling you, like, jobs are on the line in terms of, like, owners don't like making changes. And, again, coaches can earn the benefit of the doubt today. Like, again, go back to Chicago. Like, the trajectory of that team has been very good. They played really good football over the last month. Justin Fields playing really good football. If they go out and beat Green Bay today, I think it's going to be really hard to make a change. They lose 30 to nothing. We could go the other way. So there's a lot more on the line today than I think people perceive. And it just, you know, just to amplify what Amani was saying. Oh, I, I, I want because that, that's perfect because that was going to be my next question to you. you you've been in management, so you have that experience. Uh, and we'll tease this going to break. So 800-919-3776 if you want to weigh in on the Jets conversation. But I want you to ponder this, Mike, and, of course, Amani, you'll weigh in on this as well. Two weeks ago – uh, Brian Costello of the New York Post reported that, you know, Woody Johnson gave the vote of confidence to both Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. So my question to you is, let's just say things get ugly today. They get destroyed, manhandled by a Patriots team that's lousy 
and, and Belichick's final game, you get absolutely demolished. Is there a way Woody can go back on his word and say, no, this was ugly. This is bad for the brand. We've got to fix this. We've got to change course. Is that on the table today? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Mike, so I just asked you, uh, is, is there a possibility that Woody could go back on his word if the Jets just get destroyed today in New England in the most embarrassing of, of fashions that you clean house, Douglas and, and Salah are gone? You know, I think the bigger picture is the context of that decision, you know, if you just looked at wins and losses, you know, for Robert Sala, you know, it, it's hard to make an argument that he's earned the right to come back. So clearly there's other factors in play relative to why that decision was made. So assuming that the decision was not made on the merits of a win and loss record, I just don't know what that would change based on today. Damani? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Mike, but. I think I think the elephant in the room is the reason one of the main reasons why this thing is staying intact with such a disappointing season is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, if he decides that he doesn't want to come back, then you have a whole you go from like, uh, you know, re-racking a team that people felt could be a Super Bowl team to we got to find a quarterback because Zach Wilson's probably not going to be around. You, you, you don't have a quarterback. You don't have your offensive line is in shambles. So I feel like he has more security, not because of the record, but because of what could possibly happen if these, if Robert Sala, the general manager um, and, um, and, and the offensive coordinator, if they all go, there's a much, you're opening up a whole can of worms that is going to set this jet organization back at least three or four years. So I feel like it's, it, he's pretty safe. 
But if he does get ugly, you know what? I still think he's very safe just because of what I just said before. Yeah, once when you have Aaron Rodgers pulling all the strings and he wants Hackett there and, and Douglas and Salah allow him to do what he wants to do, I guess you got to see it through. 800-919-3776. Let's go to the phone lines. Ira is in Staten Island. What's up, Ira? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? And uh, unfortunately, the season's coming to an end. But as a Jet fan, <clears throat> I'm kind of glad it is. So M- Michael appreciate this. Um, the last thing I want to see is Belichick being carried off the field in his last home game, probably in, in Foxborough. Because in 2008, I was in Seattle when they did that to Homegrown in uh, this in a snowstorm also. But <clears throat> you look at you look at the situation. I, I mean, unless, unless the Patriots get sloppy with the ball, a coach like Belichick is going to have his team more prepared for the weather elements, for, for a game. You have Hackett against Belichick. I mean, on paper, this makes no sense for the Jets to go up there and win this game. The weather could play a factor, but I just don't see the Jets coaching staff out-coaching Belichick. It, it, it just, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't see it. Appreciate the call, Ira. It's uh it's it's one of those games where, you know, you, you go into it watching just not expecting a, a bunch. I, I guess you just look for players, right? Like if you're a fan, I wanna see the continued growth of, you know, Jermaine Johnson. Obviously you have Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Sauce, like those guys, Quincy Williams, Quinnen Williams, uh, you know, Quinnen and uh Sauce being ma- named to the Pro Bowl. So you just go in there looking for players to continue to make impacts just because you're trying to project going forward how this team looks and these are going to be critical pieces uh, of the operation next season yeah absolutely Uh, I just uh, at the end of the day like Bill Belichick is not playing it's they're a 4-12 team playing against a 6-10 team um, on the road in a snowstorm Uh, I I I think this is going to come down to motivation. Who can get their players more motivated to play this game uh, more? It's harder for the road team, in my opinion, to to, to get uh, to, to get up uh, for games like this. So I give the Patriots a little bit of the edge, but in terms of what they're putting out on the field and the way they've performed this year, um, the the. I don't think the, the Patriots really have a, a legitimate shot at this game. They're one in seven at home, and uh, you know, four wins on the season. This this is not this is a terrible team. I don't care who's coaching it. You know, expect um, expect to see a lot of turnovers today. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no. Uh, along those lines, I was walking from uh, the car into the stadium, um, and it was uncomfortable. Now, look, I'm as least tough as they come. I mean, I think that's pretty well known and. Living in Florida, I become even less tough than whatever that standard was. So, I am by no means the measuring stick. But it's freaking cold and and uncomfortable. <laughs> and you know, to Amani's point, like you're going to learn a lot about the desire of these like to go out and tackle. Uh, we're going to see who the tougher team is today. That that's who's going to win this game. Yeah, that that's exactly who's going to win this game. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So. Coming up, we will get Amani's keys to victory. 
uh, looking at both the Jets and the Giants. Jets, of course, in Foxborough to take on the Patriots. Uh, we'll talk about the Giants, too. They, they've got a game at home against the Philadelphia Eagles, who they've lost to 13 of the, of the past 15 times. And, you know, they can play spoiler. Philly uh, went an outside shot to win that NFC East division and get the two seed outside because no one expects Dallas to, you know, to falter on the road in Washington. But we'll see what happens. Hey, That's hey, why they play the games. What's up? Hey, hey, Ty, just to prepare you and the audience. So here's how it works with Amani's keys to the game. He'll give a soundbite for the Jets. And then when we get to the Giants, it's like a filibuster. Like he will bloviate for like the next 45 minutes. So get comfortable. Go get a Manny Petty. And we'll bring you back in about nine thirty, nine forty-five. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Man- I love Manny Petty facial, facial for uh, <laughs> when you're when you're with the with your with the Giants. Manny Petty for the Jets facial. Manny Petty with the Giants. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there who love who loves a good facial. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Get ready for Amani's Keys to Victory. Oh, let's do it. Ty Butler in for Anita Marks. You've got Mike Tannenbaum. You've got Amani Toomer. And a whole lot of fun going until 11 o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN. Time for Amani's Keys to Victory brought to you by Infinity.com. Let's go in order of the games as they're happening. We start in Foxborough. Uh, the Jets in New England to take on the Patriots. They've lost to them, of course, 15 times. You've heard it all week long. What are your keys to victory in this one, Mr. Amani Toomer? Well, I think the keys for the Jets and Vic is going to have to be this offensive line that has not been, um, you know, great during the pass rush, but it has allowed Brees Hall to, you know, have a very good year. Um, they're going to have to come through and have uh, one of their best games uh, because you know that Bill Belichick and in the snow that this is going to be one of these low-scoring games, a lot like the last time these two met, these two teams met, but it's going to be who is going to be this offensive line and are they going to be able to move some of these Patriots out of the way and allow their explosive running back to have explosive plays? Cause I don't expect um, uh, the, the passing game with Trevor Simeon to be uh, because of the weather conditions and because how uncomfortable it is for guys like Mike Tannenbaum. I just don't think that it's, it's <laughs> going to be a passing game, low scoring defensive struggle and the jets are going to have to run the ball and penalties are going to be at a premium no longer can they allow the penalties or mistakes. Turnovers are going to be what does what determines this game. It's going to be one of those games in the NFL as classics. You know, you know they say more games in the NFL are lost as opposed to won. This is a perfect example of two teams that have lost a lot of games this year, 
and who's going to give their foot away uh, in the snow, in the cold weather. Oh, yeah. So Jets have to play very, very tight, close to the vest, no turnovers, and I have a big play on special teams. So that's Those are my three keys to victory. You got two teams that are have just been pathetic on offense. Uh, Jets, <laughs> 17 touchdowns. Uh, the Patriots, 25 touchdowns. So, I, look, you said, you know, Trevor Simeon is going to be plagued by the weather. This game could have been played in, in 90 degrees, gorgeous weather. I don't think Trevor <laughs> Simeon is going to be doing anything special. All right, so let's – sorry, I'm sorry, Mike. No, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I, I was uh, taking – I went to get breakfast because I figured Imani would be going for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this game is a little hard to break down too. You know, you got to admit that. Yeah, I thought we were going to be talking more about Michigan-Washington than we'd be about the Giants today. Uh, what's that, for, bre- what's what, for breakfast? What, what's for breakfast, Mike? Uh, right now, it's a really robust hot chocolate, like Dunkin' Donuts hot chocolate. It's really good, Ty. And the people in New England are so incredibly nice. I, I couldn't tell you how great they've been in, in helping me get to where I need to go here. Well, I, I'm just wondering because you've got essentially – you're going to be talking for seven hours. So how do, how do you work the food into it? Like it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, you go for that clam chowder, you know, at halftime and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah, just don't be gassy. Don't be gassy and, you know, burping on the air, Mike. Don't do that. Don't get the indigestion and, and have that because that's the last thing we need, Jets-Patriots. It could be Belichick's last game. All right, uh, Amani, keys to victory. We've got the Giants today at home against the Eagles who have been struggling. Uh, their defense has been getting cooked. Giants played them well on Christmas. What are your keys today in this game? Well, I think uh, first and foremost, I always start in the offensive line. I think Hassan Reddick is a guy that the Giants are going to absolutely have to slow down and, and stop. Um, also, we've had a little bit of uh, uh, the Giants have had a little bit of ray of hope in the wide receiving core. You have Jalen Hurts, of course, but Darius Slayton, you know, he's emerged the last couple of weeks. He's caught um, a lot of deep balls, two touchdowns. Caught a 69-yarder last time. Uh, I think I like Tyrod Taylor to give them the opportunity. He only came in in the second half and brought the Giants back in the game versus the Eagles. Now I want to see what's going to happen if when he starts the entire game. Um, I think the Giants have a really legitimate shot um, of, of winning this this game. And the Eagles, uh, they're just not playing great football right now. And they remind me a lot of the ninety, uh, the 2018 where we had one of our best teams ever. But toward, we played our best football early on in the season and limped into the playoffs and subsequently got eliminated in the first round by the, by the Eagles. It's, it's, it's a very long season, and this Eagles team does not seem to be firing on all cylinders. But one problem is the Giants are always the get-right team. Every team that struggles, they play against the Giants, and they get right against us. So, um, yeah, it, it, I think there's, there's a lot of good things that come out of this, this season. Um, for the Giants, it, you know, and it, it, in terms of being able to kind of roll with some of the injury punch, punches, losing their starting quarterback, Tommy DeVito was a great story. Tyrod Taylor is playing well now as um, as the backup. It's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out over the off season. Um, and uh, anytime you can beat the Eagles, it's an opportunity. And and I know that the Giants faithful will be there. And they will be, um, um, and they will be ready to, you know, rooting on this victory versus the people from down south. You really think that the Giant faithful are going to be there? You think a lot of people are going to go to the game today? I do. Yeah, I do. Interesting. 
snow coming down. Not <laughs> snow anymore. Rain. Rain coming down. You think they're out tailgating right now? Getting ready for this Yeah. One? Yeah, it's the last game of the year. You know, one thing I know about Giants fans is they're going to be there. Maybe they might not be in the stands. Maybe they'll be outside. They'll be under a breezeway. But they just going to a game is uh, is an experience that I think a lot of the Giants fans really really relish. That's Amani's Keys to Victory, brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. 800-919-3776. Let's hit Anthony and Yonkers. What's up, Anthony? You're on New York game day. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning, man. Good morning. Uh, uh, Yeah, so, I mean, you guys kind of – stole my thunder a little bit before, but you guys were talking about, you know, maybe possibly Woody going back on his word and, you know, if they got, you know, blown out or it was like an embarrassment today. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know if Mike could talk about this a little bit more because, I mean, I remember the year with uh, Mangini where he was supposed to come back and they, they, you know, I think they lost that last game and I think Woody was a little upset about it and and they, you know, and they let Mangini go that year, and then the year after they brought in Rex. And then, you know, also, too, with, you know, with Rodgers being tied to, you know, these guys, I mean, we saw it down in Denver, you know, with Peyton Manning. They brought in Peyton, they, you know, they went to the Super Bowl, and, yeah, I guess they had some things going on, and they got rid of John Fox that year, even though they were tied together. So, I mean, I just feel like anything's on the table if, if things go south today. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Appreciate the call. I think you're right. I think you're right because, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers is like, you know what, maybe Robert Sala isn't the guy. So I just feel like it's all up to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, that, that it's sad as it is, you got a 40-year-old quarterback that's coming off a, a, a torn Achilles tendon and is spouting all kinds of crazy stuff on the on the, uh, on the um, the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. He's your guy that's going to be leading your organization. Unbelievable how they got themselves in that situation. Mike, yeah, can I, I ask you this? Uh, I want to look at it through the lens of a general manager. You know, from all that we gather, like we're not in that room, but you know, we can kind of see what's going on here. He has the he has full autonomy over this organization, and they've given him everything he's wanted. You know, we go back to free agents that that they brought in, personnel decisions. Like, would that make you as a general manager be uncomfortable? Or is like, you know, he's a he's a four-time MVP, future Hall of Famer. He, he can have the say that he wants. Yeah, well, look, I think, like, is in most things in life, like, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, which is, like, look, to get Aaron Rodgers was a tremendous validation for the entire organization. With that said, you got to react to what's happening. And the reality is he's going to be 41. And, you know, Amani knows this really well, Ty, like, the difference between winning and losing in the NFL is incredibly small. We talked about Goodson's drop already from last night's game. And, you know, I've been really privileged. You know, I had Brett Favre work with, you know, Vinny Testaverde. I spent a lot of time with Dan Marino when I was with the Dolphins. And they all say the same thing. Like, they're going to go to the grave being able to throw the ball. It's their feet and lack of quickness. And, Amani, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't played in what will be two years and he'll be 41, and I'm not worried about his arm, but it's that one-tenth of one second of what used to be a throwaway is now a sack. So if I'm the Jets, yeah, you know, we're talking about Robert Sala today, uh, understandably so, but tell me who the next quarterback is in because, again, I'm still hard-pressed to understand, like, 
why Joe Flacco, you know, wasn't part of the Jets after, you know, what happened on opening day? Are they the Jets? Or, but I mean, Mike White. Like, he's the guy that came in. They were wearing Mike White jerseys last year. Bring in Mike White when they were mad at uh, Zach Wilson, and they let Mike White go. It, it, it was uh, – and they kept Zach Wilson. I, that, that, to me, those decisions right there, I, I still – I'm trying to figure out what the what the reasoning was behind those two. Well, that had to do with draft made. status, right? Like you you were going to always uh, be in favor if you're Joe Douglas of a guy you not took the great teams overall. Uh, yeah, I not mean, the yes. great teams. Okay, that's fair. Not, uh, not, if you're a good team and you realize you missed, you just realize you missed and chalk it up. You don't sit crazy. there like look at look at look at the Niners. They got uh they got Trey Lance. Yeah. They got Brock Purdy. They're like, well, we we gave up all these draft picks, but you know what? This guy's just better, and let's move on. And if you're stuck to your draft board or your draft room three years after, that's a problem. That's an organizational problem. Yeah, it is. I'm never going to understand why they did not, behind a 40 year old quarterback, have a better uh, alternative, a, a backup plan, especially when you came into the season with reservations uh, about this healthy offensive line, let alone the fact that they all got hurt. So I, to me, it just never made sense. And, and this idea that, you know, it was supposed to be a redshirt season for Zach Wilson, it's like they're on the fly trying to redefine what redshirt means. Redshirt means there's no <laughs> chance you're playing. Redshirt doesn't mean you're, you're a, a, a play away from getting into the game. So, like, it, it's, it's clueless. It, it's malpractice. And, you know, I get frustrated because obviously I root for this team. I, going forward, you have to trust these same people to make decisions for next season. And we're probably going to have to live through this again. And then Aaron, I love Aaron, but he's doing the McAfee stuff and going at Jimmy Kimmel. It's, 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 this whole year just felt like a giant mess, a nightmare. So, so I'm glad it's coming to an end. And didn't they announce that he was the most inspirational player on the Jets? <laughs> yeah, this he year? got that award. Like, <laughs> like that to me is like. Ugh. Oh my God! They should have one of the jet. What do they call it? The flight crew? The jet? Like, cause that's all he was. He was a cheerleader the whole year. Come on, man. That's <laughs> four plays. Oh man! And Mike he Kenny. wins the most inspirational player. Oh, that, 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 that's a that that's horrible for the organization. So you if you're a, a player in that play. locker room, if you if you were uh, in that locker room, one of the receivers in that locker room, you, you weren't feeling mm-hmm. that award. Hell no! Hell no! I mean, at least you got to play. You can't play four plays and put on pom-poms and all of a sudden you're the most important player. Come on, man. And maybe he's doing more than I think. But as a player, when I was playing, once you get hurt, you go to a separate category. You're not a part of the team. You're you're out. I'm walking with these guys I'm working with. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I thought it spoke volumes when he got an award. Like, it's about the players that are out there each and every week. Look, he got hurt. I thought he was great. He was engaged. He was around. But if you're looking for a 40-year-old injured player to inspire your team, like, what are we talking about here? Like, I, I, I was floored by that. I just thought, uh, again. He's part of the flight crew. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing stuff. Oh, New wow. York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's tour, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. Ty Butler, Mike Tannenbaum, Amani Toomer here on New York Game Day. Coming up next, we will go up to Foxborough 
And I guess technically we are in Foxborough because Mike Tannenbaum is going to be on the call today. Uh, but we will go chat with Rich Semini, who does an excellent job mm. covering the New York Jets. So he's coming up next. Keep it locked right here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.